thought maybe you boys might be interested in putting on a big-time wrestling bout. You know, make a nice hunk of dough for yourself. It's time to play! Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Morgan, you're out of here. You don't have the right temperament for the trade. You're a dead man. What am I supposed to do? There's always barber college. Frankie, I know you're a great wrestler, but my brother, who ain't as handsome as you, is as strong as Charles Atlas. Yeah, but I've wrestled women that are bigger than him. So you got fat, sloppy women. Hello! Happy New Year. Welcome to Camel Clutch Cinema, the podcast where we talk about movies that star wrestlers or have wrestling in them. I'm Guy Hutchinson. And I'm Craig Cohen. And we're back after after a little little time off. We got some rest and relaxation. Much deserved. I mean, we did 73 straight weeks. Insane. It's, it's really insane. I mean, and and you gotta you gotta remember, this is not just recording. Sitting down and recording—that's the easy part. It's sitting down, watching a movie, maybe watching it two or three times, writing down everything that happens in it, mm-hmm. researching all this stupid information, finding out what the director did, and then the you know the first unit director did, and and then you know watching absurd wrestling events from years ago that match up with these things and. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and all while having a, a you know a regular job and sure, a life and outside a life. of that. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing we do um but so we we are back and uh and and here we go with with a new episode what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be connecting with captain marvelous for his show we love his show and i would say i would hope that most people listening to us listen to him but there's probably still a lot of holdouts and maybe there's people that i don't know i kind of look at it as when you'd watch like um Frasier, for example, you'd watch Frasier and they'd be do some kind of crossover episode where Frasier's at the airport from Wings and you say, oh, my God, that's so funny. You know, those Wings guys are really funny in this sitcom crossover. And then you go and watch Wings and you're like, ah, Wings really isn't for me, you know, but I really like when the Wings guys are on, you know, so maybe we're that way for Captain's audience to some degree and and he's that way for ours. So maybe there's some people out there that that today they get their their solid dose of Captain Marvelous and 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 that's good. And then there's yeah. other people that today, you know, on his show will get their dose of us and be like, "Well, that's good. Now enough of those wrestling movie talky talk guys, but I enjoyed this little taste, this touch." Yes. So uh been 75 episodes what i'm more focused on is the episodes that we've done this year we've done a a lot of really cool uh uh movies but we've also done some really cool interviews and i mean we've talked about these people know this uh glenn pettit who i was told his name was glenn pettit uh, he came on our show after he passed away. I heard some audio obituaries that referred to his last name as Petit. So I don't know which is which, and I was not able to find a good pronunciation. But I'm almost positive that when he spoke to me, he told me his name was Glenn Pettit. I wrote it down. So uh, maybe it was one of those things people pronounce. You know, I mean, I guess it's like anybody else. You know, other people pronounce your name wrong. You don't always correct them. So maybe uh, we had it wrong. Maybe they had it wrong. But 
nonetheless, uh, he was a wonderfully kind man. We talked about it on that episode, and we may have touched on it since then, but uh, he was a great guy, and he died a few months after we interviewed him, and it was really shocking. Yeah, you know, I, he had... He had been uh, suffering from what I, I think MS. Yes, and he had a lot of problems. He had yeah. uh, he had had some kind of back injury that was wrestling related, I believe, uh, and then it was worsened when I think he they, they were I think if I remember correctly they were moving him out of his wheelchair and there was you know some kind of mishap where he fell or something, uh, and so he had a lot of pain and was under a lot of medications. I talked to him several times before and after that show. Uh, we had had some you know it was one of those things this happens a lot when we do these shows you'll you'll contact somebody and they'll say well what what do you you know call me up and talk to me and tell me why you want to do this i want to you know i want to know what kind of interview this is so you get to do this pre-interview and then after the uh the the thing scheduled you know you call them that day and they don't answer, you know, or something happens. And that happened with him. You know, we called him that day and I had the wrong phone number written down. I had the number he was not going to be at. And so when I did get a hold of him, you know, he said, you know, it was like an hour or two later. And I said, we got to reschedule. You know, it's it's we're now late into the night. And he was very apologetic. And then we recorded that day. And I think that day I called him during the day. I was like, hey, just want to make sure today is going to be good. You know, we, we, we rescheduled. And he was super nice. And then after the show, I remember he wanted it on CD. Uh, he didn't want to have just an MP3 sent to him. So I, I made one and mailed it to him. And then uh, he called me when he got it and he talked about how much he enjoyed listening to it. And so um, I, I'm, I was really, really heartbroken when he died because I had planned on having him back on yeah. this year. I mean, I I just thought we'd talk to him every year. And he was not a, a very old man that we thought that there was any chance he wouldn't be around Uh and just such a nice, nice guy he was had talked to us about setting up interviews with other wrestlers, which may not come to fruition now, but they still may. Uh, so I'm not going to say who they were, but some big names and some, you know, big names in, in wrestling that uh, he, he mentioned and, and, and got us in contact with. Yeah, that was one of those interviews, too, where in not until it was over did I realize how awesome it was to be talking to this, you know, mm -hmm. this guy who was, you know, a real big part of wrestling history even if yeah. he might not be one of the biggest names i mean the, you know the people he worked around and and matches he was involved with gimmicks he was involved with were a big part of history and it was one of those things where after we did the interview i'm like god if i had realized that while we were doing the interview it might have been hard to do yeah I, you know it's so true that you say that because i was telling people about it afterwards and i would tell some of my you know relatives that were not wrestling fans and and you know they'd remember the gimmick they didn't remember actually you know uh cousin luke but they remembered all the hillbillies and and i started thinking you know i watched this on tv every time i saw these matches live that he was you know or saturday night's main event obviously wasn't live it was pre-taped but i watched it when it was on and it was a big deal and little me sitting in front of the couch you know on the couch in front of the tv with a bowl of cereal or whatever watching you know this guy on television you know and now here i was just you know sitting in my you know in my office talking to him that's that's awesome yeah uh, another one, which I, I think I've, I know I told her this on the show, uh, but this is a total shoot. We had on Hollywood from Glow, Jeannie Bassone, and, uh, I had a poster of her next to my bed for several years when I was growing up. 
I thought she was the hottest thing in the world, and she still is. And we talked to her. She was on our show. You know, I mean, to me, that if you went back in time and told that little boy, which, by the way, this is one of the things we talked about. She's not that much older than me. She was on TV. She said she was definitely legal. But I've read some places that say she started wrestling at 17, yeah. uh, which is also possible that maybe she didn't want to say that on our show. Uh, but maybe she did start at 18 or 19. But I was 13 or 14. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. we we weren't that many years apart now, but at the time, you know, I didn't even have a, you know, I didn't have a job. I didn't have a car. I didn't have anything of this. And she was a, a star, you know, so she seemed much, much older than me. And boy, you know, she was just so smoking hot. I mean, that was one of my major, major crushes growing up. And then she's sitting here telling us, you know, whatever we want to know, just asking questions and answering them and, you know, being super nice. And, you know, we've had uh, wonderful contact with her on Twitter and Facebook since. And, you know, that was just really, really exciting. Yeah, it's it's um it, it was very cool and 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 that just reminded me that we have to get around to um talking about or watching the documentary that she sort of came on to semi promote. Oh, that is true. Yeah, we yeah. should uh we should definitely do that. She uh she talked about that and uh, uh I haven't seen that. I have seen tons of glow and so i think glow on its own is something that we could talk about a bit here and there but uh definitely that would be really cool so uh i i don't ever like to reveal who we want on because you 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 never want to spoil it so let's go higher than that and let's talk about who will never be on but who would be fantastic to interview um roddy how piper? could you imagine roddy piper would be good but better could you imagine three hours, one week after the next, Hulk Hogan talking about every one of his lousy movies? How much do you think he remembers about them? Do you think we could stump him, like, be like, now, did you ever do a movie called The Ultimate Weapon? He'd be like, okay, brother, I don't think I ever did that. And we're like, no, you did. You did, and we saw it. And yeah, he... I, I think at this point we probably know more about or remember more about Hulk Hogan's movie career than he does. <laughs> it's gotta be. I mean, like, and, and that's the one with Carl Weathers. He's like, never made a movie with Carl Weathers. And you're like, no, you made more than one. You were also in Rocky three. And he's like, Oh, Carl Weathers was in that one. And you're like, yeah, he was, he was also in that. I, I really feel like that's what it would be. You think Hogan would just sit there with his autobiography in front of him and flip through it. As we mentioned things, trying to, trying to find the soundbite to read to us. Yeah, but then also having false memories of like Thunder on <laughs> Paradise being like, no, we filmed that in Morocco, brother. <laughs> That's right. Um, also, uh, uh, Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper, though, the difference is I can see Roddy Piper doing the show. Uh, Hulk Hogan, I just, I think if we got Hulk Hogan, I think this is the reason why I say Hulk Hogan wouldn't be on. It's not implausible to think that we could get an interview with Hogan, but it'll be 10 minutes and he'll give us soundbite answers and he'll be promoting some weight loss product or whatever the hell he's, you know, whatever he's pitching, you know, some new cell phone service. Yeah, and yeah. so, I mean, you know, there are guys that'll do that. Like, you know, uh, I know not long ago, uh, probably about 76 weeks ago, just before we started, uh, Shawn Michaels was doing the rounds. And if you got Shawn Michaels on, you could ask him, 
you know, two or three wrestling questions and the rest, he was going to talk to you about a line of watches that were, that had been released that had paid for him to go on wrestling shows so that, and they weren't wrestling watches. They were just watches. They were just guys that were like, well, if we pay this guy, he'll, he'll do the interviews and the people may want to hear it. Whereas if they're like, uh, we, we got a guy from marketing to talk about watches. You want him on your wrestling show? You know, it's not going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) So Roddy Piper, what do you think? I mean, that you think that would be, uh, I think he'd be, of course, phenomenal because uh, he would actually – I think Piper, everything would be a shoot. He'd tell you everything. Yeah, and I think he would probably have a real good memory of like he could probably break down day by day what he did on, you know, They Live or Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yeah. So let's uh, let's connect to Captain Marvelous. Let's see, uh, let's see if he's ready to do his show. I'll, right. uh, I'll punch him up here. Let's see if he's here. He'll say ahoy hoy if he is. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Ah, you see, he said it. Yes. Captain, how are you? You are live on record on MP3, on iTunes, on Camel Clutch Cinema. Woo! I finally made it. (laughs) (laughs) So how are you doing? Are you ready to start your show? Well, see, that's the thing we have to discuss because, you know, my show is 100% wrestling, absolutely no filler. That's right. And we're, so I don't I don't know if we're going to have time to discuss discuss these things here. We're 100% filler, absolutely no wrestling. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm going to have time to discuss any of this with you. No, I know it's very true. I was explaining to people that I believe that your show to our show is like it's like when you had like an episode of like uh uh, Charles in Charge, where all of a sudden Charles in Charge, you know, met up with the Hogan's hero family, you know, at the, you know, in a crossover episode. And then, you know, like a month later on, on the Hogan's hero, they'd have a, an episode where, where Charles in Charge showed up and, and that fans of each show would be like, oh, there's that other show. And, and some of, some people would be fans of both, but some people wouldn't and would just be passive about it. But then there's gotta be some people that are like enough i don't like charles and he's not in charge the hogan's rule this family i was hoping you were going to say it's kind of like an episode of charles in charge where i bonk my head and turn into chuck i don't remember any episode of charles in charge other than the one where they switched families what is the bonking the head turning into chuck episode it happened several times oh oh that was like the cool version of him yeah, he would yes. have a leather jacket and he'd be like, oh, like, hey. But this yo, is, the, Flint, the Flintstones did this too. Fred would get hit on the head and he'd become like, uh, he'd become like, he'd be Frederick. I'm Frederick, you know, and he was yeah. real suave and cool. And then, um, uh, oh, what other shows? Other shows did this. This was such Urkel a. Urkel did it. Well, Urkel went into his, um, you know what? The, We're already. Fawn Urkel. I'm going to have to press record on my show. <laughs> We got to do the big intro for your show. Oh, but I don't have a big intro this week. Don't you have the Don't you have the music though? We got to hear the music. All right, I'll I'll start. Do the music. I'll start and play the music. Yeah, there we go. Magic, Mikey's got a marvelous friend He got them tickets to a murder mystery weekend Who no Chavo was gonna attend Dude, it's not pretend, let's get out to Captain Nam The fame got framed, caught up north of the border They 
with a board. Judge who dealt unusual torture. Clockwork, orange in the boring sport. Now the court ordered you recorded and reported in order. O-T-R. Tonight on OTR, episode 207, we got the Casanovas of Clinton Avenue, Craig Cohen and Guy Hutchinson. Stay tuned. Bravo! Johnny Bravo! That was the one I should have thought of. Make a deal for yourselves. <laughs> it's time to play rollerball. It was so good to hear Killenberg there, because I know he's not with us tonight. Yeah, he actually had some family issues take, to take care of, and he has a sore throat, so it's a double whammy. Wow, well, well it was good to hear his voice. Yes, yes. Now, um, <laughs> I do want to mention, uh, before we get anywhere, did you get to check out the Craig Cohen rap song, the Dance Party Mix, that <laughs> ended our Survivor Series episode? Yes, well, I listen to every episode of Camel Clutch Cinema. <laughs> Perfect to listen to in the workplace. <laughs> is is that not burning up the charts out there in Los Angeles? Yeah, I mean, I can't. I, okay, so I went to a <clears throat> to a club on Saturday, and that's all they kept playing. Nice. <laughs> was like they they played like seriously like ten different versions of it. So are you guys getting any royalties on this? We, uh, only Craig. Oh, okay. I'm actually I'm not, not sharing. In. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, Johnny Bravo, Clinton Avenue. That was where the Brady Bunch took place, and uh, the house is is not far from Hollywood Boulevard out there, uh, right? Not far from like where uh, uh, the Pantages Theater is in in Hollywood. Now, what did, wasn't that house? Didn't it belong to one of the producers or something of the show? Could be, but you now what? it's it belongs right. to like a regular family. Now I know. You know what, what was one of my favorite things? <clears throat> and OTR episode 207, 100% wrestling, absolutely no filler. <laughs> OTR. You know what one of my favorite things was? Did you ever see Pop-Up Brady on VH1? I remember those. Those were mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those. I'm a huge fan of the Brady Bunch, and those things were just like the, the cream on the pie. Is that what you call it, the cream on the pie? No, we don't put cream on pies out here. That's a, that's a, That must be a California thing. Well, we don't do that here either. I just thought it was a saying the kids were all into. You know, like, I'd eat that for a hat. So, <laughs> did anybody ever actually, um, you know, get it like a, a tour of the actual house? Not the, the, the house that they used on the, you know, the sets that they used for the show. But has anybody actually, yes, like, well, done a walkthrough of the, the real house? I don't know if there's, like, a video or anything, but I know it's been sold. And so it was, you know, it was, you know, there were pictures and everything and it's, it's nothing like, it doesn't have two stories. It's a ranch. Oh, uh, wow. In the, so it doesn't have a staircase that goes upstairs. They put a fake, like, um, um, I don't know what they call those things where you have like the window that juts out of the roof of a house. Uh, yeah. they put, they put a, a fake one on the roof for the, you know, the little show that the, the little, footage that they would show at the beginning of every episode and uh yeah it's uh it's it's a ranch it's shaped and designed nothing like the the one in the in the tv show you know what i loved about that house though is they had the double front doors yeah which is such a great idea and you gotta carry something big into your house you got two doors yeah i watched an episode recently where the the boys were bringing a christmas tree in the front door 
And of course, we're having a hard time. And then Mike came and he was like, oh, you kids. And he popped that second door open. Everybody should have two front doors. Why don't you have two front doors? They had two families, so they needed a two right. uh-uh. They each brought their front door from their previous house and they put them together. Now, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, while we're talking about the Brady Bunch house, do no, you we're think... We're 100% wrestling, absolutely no filler. Yeah. Um, by design, do you think Mike designed the backyard to be AstroTurf? Uh, <laughs> well, he did design the house. And, um, yeah, must have wanted AstroTurf for his backyard. He was a very forward-thinking guy and knew that in, in the future, which hasn't we haven't gotten to yet, but everybody will have the AstroTurf in their backyard. Is that, like, hard to maintain, AstroTurf? No, I bet it's very easy to maintain. Because you'd think that a lot of people would just be like, tear up my lawn and put AstroTurf down. You never <laughs> have right. to mow it. You never have to, you know. Now, uh, his the house, here's a bit of trivia for you. Uh, the early episodes, they had a dog uh, and a cat. They had Tiger the dog, and they, they had a cat. Uh, the girls had their own cat, and the boys had a dog. Yeah, it, um, the cat was fluffy, I believe. And Yeah, and so the, they were both written off the show pretty early. Tiger actually was hit by a car uh, in real life. And, uh, yeah, like he ran out the door of the set or something and got hit by a oh, car. Oh, so he died on the job? I don't know if he died. I, I just know that he was hit by a car. Maybe let's let's hope he he survived the industry, injury, but uh, decided to get out of the industry and uh, and and retired. Uh, but regardless, the the doghouse stayed there for the rest of the series, even though they didn't have the dog. And the reason is because on one of the early episodes, they dropped a lamp and it burned a hole in the astroturf. So they just moved the doghouse over top of it, and so they couldn't get rid of it and buy new astro. AstroTurf? I don't know how the budget was for those shows, but goodness. So uh, here's my uh, here's my question for you, Captain. Uh, the song you play at the beginning of your show, wh- who wrote it? Who who sings it? Tell me the story. Now, the singer of our song at the intro that we've had for the past, I believe, three years has been Omega Death. For the longest time, when you would start that, I would hear it and I'd just be, you know, bobbing my head or whatever. But I never listened to the words and never realized it was written for your show. I just thought you found a song that had Marvelous in it and, and just was like, you know, this would be a good one to play. Uh, but it's, a, it's a really catchy song. How did yeah, it come okay. about? Did he just send well, it to you or did you ask for it? Omega Death has been a loyal listener, a loyal member of the Lame community for quite a few years now. And about three years ago, actually, he wrote a song. Once I took over the show, he wrote a song for the show, which was themed to be kind of like Saved by the Bell and those um, type of uh, sitcom songs. Right. And uh, let's see. OTR, final version. I know that this is... It was changed to the off of the rope show just so it could rhyme. <laughs> Very good. You know what? I have to get in touch with him because I know he has actually done these songs on our mm-hmm. year anniversary. So our four year anniversary is actually coming up on the twenty second of this month. I know. So 
I have to get in touch with him to see if we're going to be working on it. I got a surprise for you. He sent it to me, Captain. And here it is, your song for this year. I was actually at Survivor Series. I was actually at, 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 Craig Cohen rap. Survivor Series. There you go. Now, I, to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford <laughs> to have that song. Now, I don't know if you, because uh, our topic is 100% wrestling, absolutely no filler here on OTR. I don't know if on uh, Camel Clear Cinema you guys have a topic running this week. We have uh, we've been we've been kind of talking about the past year. We've got uh, we've got other things we wanted to talk about uh, about the past year um, and the future of WWE films. But what do you have for us? No, I was just thinking because right now when we're talking about people dying in the ring and so forth, there was a show. I believe I don't believe I don't remember what it was called. I think it was called like Factor Fiction. Oh. Fox. Okay, I thought it was Total Divas. No, no, that show, I mean, everyone's talking about it, so it would just be oversaturated if we <laughs> continued it. No, it was called Factor Fiction, and it used to air on Fox uh, like at 8 o'clock on Fridays or so. And there was an episode with, I believe, Mick Foley. Okay. And the story was Mick was fact. a wrestler. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that was actually a fact. No, it was, I, I believe it was, I can't remember if it was... Um, Mick Foley or um, what's his name? The Funk. Terry Funk? Terry Funk, yeah. Where he was a, an old wrestler and the guy was wrestling him in the ring and then he died in the ring. Are, are you sure this isn't G versus E? Uh, Which I have not seen, but I know Mick Foley was, was on that. And since there's verses in the title, I'm just saying it could have been. No, this was, it was like, a, it was called Factor Fiction because the show would show you three stories. Well, I don't know if it was called Fact or Fiction or True or False or something. The show, the premise was they would show you three stories, and then at the end of the show, they would let you know which ones were fact and which ones were fake. Was it fact or faked? On uh... No, it was actually a show called Beyond Belief, oh. colon, Fact or Fiction, and yes. the episode in question was called The Wrestler, and it aired on February 13th, 1998. All right, well, the heck yeah. with that. Was, I got... was it Big Foley? <laughs> no, 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 let's talk it was... about... It I want to talk about... Fun. I want to talk about this other show, Fact or Faked Paranormal Files, which is still on the air on Sci-Fi Channel. No, I'm let's, guessing let's, it's all fake. Let's go, let's go one by one, Craig, and and you give me something about that show, and I'll give you something about this show, and we'll determine which was a better show. I say here, Fact or Faked appeared on Sci-Fi. <laughs> Where did that show per- appear? Um. Box. Let let's hold on. Give me give me a minute. Um, well, it ran for uh, until two thousand two. So it ran for for how long? Forty three episodes, and it was hosted by Jonathan Frakes. All right. Well, this show 
for some reason, started in 2010, but has only run 36 episodes. So that is a negative. But I will say this about this show. There's a guy named Ben Hansen in it. And if I don't miss my guess correctly, I believe he sings Umbop at the end of every episode of Factor Fake. <laughs> well, Beyond Belief was filmed at the Movie Land Wax Museum. Oh, I do like that. I'm a big fan of the Movie Land Wax Museum. They used to have a, they're closed now, but they were in uh, Bueno Park. Did Cap, did you ever go there? Um, I've been to the Wax they were Museum. near Knott's, Knott's Berry Farm. No, I haven't been to that one. I oh, went they're to gone. The-, the one in Hollywood's fine. Uh, there's two, actually, on Hollywood Boulevard. But this one was was just wonderful. It, it, they had a Mr. T-Wax uh, statue. They had a Hawk Hogan. Uh, and they had and, and it was so uh, just delightfully 70s in there. It was just great. Uh, but this show, here's what I'll tell you about this fact or faked. Um, they had an episode that was called Off the Deep End slash house guest, which I can only imagine was about the Weird Al Yankovic album off the deep end and the movie house guest with Sinbad. Now, Craig, you can't beat that. <laughs> um, well, beyond belief, colon factor fiction was a Dick Clark production. Oh, well, now you, you're really topping me. Cause my, my show here was produced by some guy named Mickey Stern. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give it to your show. So captain, What's the deal? What happened? What? Why do you bring this up? No, it's just because in this episode, the guy, I guess you said it was Terry Funk. Yeah, so the Terry guy, is acting as pretending yeah, to be the wrestler. someone. He and wrestled and was, he dies in the ring. Was it backed? Um, I think the action, I don't remember. Well, uh, he, died, he died in the ring. Does he wrestle Kali? Well, he dies in the ring and the story is, he keep, like the match happens and then the guy beats him. And then he's like, oh, he's not getting up. And then they said, uh, he died seven minutes ago. So you were wrestling a dead man this whole time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Where the guy was like, oh, you know, his spirit kept him going to finish the match. <laughs> then I had another show in mind, but I can't remember what it was. Well, thank God we went off onto <laughs> an incredibly asinine tangent for ten minutes. Ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, this is one of the things I wanted to talk about uh, on this show was WWE Studios and WWE Films. Now, Captain, you know that they're announcing this new network. Do you believe that that will mean made-for-TV WWE Films maybe coming out much more often than we're used to? No, because Vince McMahon is cheap. Really? What do you? Th- I mean, they got to fill a lot of time. I think it'd be easy to do like Lifetime Channel type movies, only they star like, you know, like the great colleague. And it's like, it's like. The only only thing is when they get wrestlers like doing Hallmark movies, they'll air them there as well. Like the Christmas bounty or whatever it was. I think yeah. that's true. Yeah, definitely. But I'm just hoping that the the movie start. You know, it, the you know, like like okay. So like you have like Lifetime Channel. The the plot of of every episode of of uh, 
or every film on Lifetime is always like there's a, a woman who's scorned, you know, by her husband uh, who cheats on her. And so she gets revenge. Right. That's like the plot. And then on like the Hallmark Channel, it's always like a woman that's lonely and she meets her old high school chum and they fall in love again. And like that's what Christmas Bounty is about. You know, it's like it's you know, they fall they find romance, you know, at the end of the at the end of the show. Uh, wouldn't it be great if WWE films did? those but they just reverse the role so it's like i'm the great carly and i need to find love and then he like he meets up with his you know with like his his old girlfriend from high school you know and then they have like a romantic evening but then wade barrett walks in and is like the good news is you two are in love but the bad news is you killed her by accident when you hugged her and carly's <laughs> like no Looks up at the sky, like at the end of like with William Shatner went con, you know, it's just like that reaction. Just the camera zooms up to the heavens as he's like, no, I did not mean to kill her. Now, I'm hoping they do those. Remember, they were going to do a sitcom with Santino and Beth Phoenix. No. Yes. And uh, I think, Kostov. I, yeah. Um. I remember hearing about that. I thought they had even filmed some episodes. Wow. Yeah, so there was a planned sitcom. Because, you know, this network thing's been going on for, what, like three years now? Mm-hmm. So they were going to do a sitcom, a planned sitcom with Santino and Beth Phoenix and Koslov all living in a house together. Yeah, it was announced back in 2010, this show. Wow. <laughs> so what was it going to be called, did they say? Uh, Koslov was going to be on it as well. Vladimir yeah. Koslov. Yeah, it was um, it was around the time when Koslov became like the goofy, serious guy. Yes, I like that guy. I don't know why. I don't know why he's gone. I don't know why I haven't seen him in in TNA or Ring of Honor. Uh, maybe because I don't watch those, but I think he's not there. Um, no, he's not in TNA that I know of. I liked him. I really liked when he first came out, and he had no theme music and just the spotlight as he'd go to the ring and beat up Undertaker. I like that guy. And I I believe that we have a movie. Um, that he was in that we can mention on uh, oh, yes. an episode in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys like Seamus where before becoming a wrestler, he had done some movies, you know, little parts. Now, uh, oh, yeah, so that's another thing I wanted to mention. Matt Stryker, are you guys ever going to review his movie where he was a little kid? <laughs> we should, Wise yes. Guys? Wise guys, because yeah. that also has Captain Lou Albano in it. So that's got two wrestlers in it. Uh, yes, I think so. You know, Craig and I have a, have a, a Matt Stryker story. We saw him on the Indies, which it's so rare that we see somebody on the Indies before they become a star and we remember it. Like we've seen probably a hundred guys on the Indies before they became stars, but by the time they became stars, we didn't remember it. But Matt Stryker, we actually know we saw him and have the, the, the DVD from when we saw him, you know, at a little, uh, you know, little show in Philadelphia. And, well, I mean, I guess big star is kind of debatable. Yes, I know. But at some point, he was a big star. He was on TV with his face on his own tights. And we were like, we saw that guy. I can't believe it. Like, we saw him when he was still teaching school and sneaking out at night to go wrestle. Yeah, he might have very much called, you know, in sick the day before we saw him wrestle. That's right, yeah. So he could he could go out and be involved in this match. So, um... Uh, Here's a here's a WWE movie that I haven't even heard of. Barricade. Lock your doors. Do you guys know about this? 
Barricade? Yeah, it stars Eric McCormick, was released in September of 2012. Yeah, this is one of those, like, home invasion movies. Okay, yeah, I never, I mean, there's no, there's no wrestlers in it, I guess. Yeah, I think this was one of those ones, like, the, it's one of those ones they went to a festival and they just bought, um, another one. Just distribute it or something, right? Yeah, the yeah. day was was one that they did that way. Okay. Yeah, I I think this barricade was a a, a similar similar deal. All right, so uh, Barrett to that. What's that? How could they not tie Wade Barrett to this? Movie? I know he could have been like, <laughs> I've got some good news. <laughs> You've been barricaded by Wade Barrett, and that's bad news. <laughs> so. I'm telling you, that gimmick is going over big. Uh, no, are you seriously excited for the network, though? I'm, no, I'm very excited. I now you you read on your last show uh, people's things that they uh, thought were the best and worst of the year, and I said that the worst thing for me uh, was that they ended classics on demand because I I watch more old wrestling every month then I watch new wrestling and I watch, I watch pretty much all the new WWE product, you know? Uh, but I am constantly, whatever I'm doing, if I'm, if I'm doing something else, like if I'm working out or drinking beer or, or mowing the lawn or, or drinking beer or driving a car or drinking beer, whatever it is, captain, I'm watching WWE classics on demand until January 1st when it disappeared forever. And so I am just, Genuinely excited about the prospect of having more wrestling. And I like the idea of a channel better, better than an on-demand service. Because just for me personally, uh, I have a DVR. And if I have a channel, I can re- pick and choose whatever I want, record it, and then leave it there for months and get to it when I feel like it. Whereas with the classics on demand, they would put new things up every week and they would drop things off every week. And so there would be things that would come up and, you know, I'd be like, Oh, I really, I'm going to watch this. And it'll be like a two part house show from Boston. And I'd watch part one on Monday. And then like on Thursday, I'd go to watch part two and it'd be gone. And, you know, I'd never get to know if the main event with Hulk Hogan versus Akeem really lived up to its full potential i thought this was going to be like a netflix type service though well if it is see they haven't announced it yet craig we're we're see there's been rumors but they're saying now it's bigger and it's going to change everything it's going to change everything craig so if it's if it's just on the computer uh i'm somewhat less excited about it if it because then it's not a network Um, so if it is, but if it is streaming something constantly, then it is a network. Yeah. I I thought from what I had read and and this was on the, the Deutsch sheets. Right. So you can't um, trust that yet. It was going to be a streaming, you know, 24 seven streaming with an on demand feature built in as well. So you could go and be like, I don't want to watch legends house. Um, I'm going to watch. Oh, sorry. Somebody mentioned the Deutsch sheets. Well, now let's see. So now that have they done the announcement yet? Right now, I think it's nine thirty um, tonight. All right, so we got time, but there's Triple H sounded real serious, like he had something. And even Eric Bischoff tweeted out that this could change the game as we know it forever. No, I'm wondering. I, never, I was never able to get the WWE on demand. Mm. So. 
I'm, I don't really know what it's like to have something where you can just watch wrestling anytime. Oh, it's great. But let's say it's like Netflix, right? So it's like Netflix, only I get wrestling, right? So I'm not, you know, so I'm paying and I get all the wrestling I want. Uh, you can still watch that through your TV and everything. So that still works for me. I'd much prefer if I had the ability to DVR the shows I want and I would be okay with them being on demand if they're on demand in perpetuity. You know, in other words, if Raw goes off the air tonight and then, then they, and so you watch it on, you can watch it live or they put it on demand. If they keep it on demand, you know, for the rest of that year, you know, and beyond, then that's great. You know, then it's always there. But the, the TV feature didn't work that way, but we don't know. And, and the sad thing is by the time this show comes out, everybody knows. So it's, it's full, <laughs> but I'm just telling you, they pumped it up, Craig. They're saying it's big time. Triple yeah, but- H sat down with, with Michael Cole and said, this is a big deal. But isn't that what wrestling does? Tells us everything's a big deal until the next Craig, big deal? I'm telling you, people right now are listening. They're like, oh, that fool Craig Cohen. He didn't know they were buying NBC. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think Dixie Carter has kind of desensitized us to big announcements. Mm-hmm. Everything she says on Twitter is considered a big announcement. I remember, Do you remember her last- with Dixie Carter, she fake verified herself and got in trouble. I don't remember that. <laughs> Do you remember that guy? She fake barricaded herself? No, uh, uh, verified. She put, like, the blue check mark. No, I didn't hear any of this. Don't. And, but, but she, like, faked it. Okay. Um, and she didn't realize that was against, like, Twitter's, you know, terms of service. <laughs> Wait, what? But, I don't understand. Because I, I put the blue thing on my thing as a joke, and I put, like, an arrow pointing well, at yeah, the word I mean, not yeah, really. You, you clearly pointed yeah, out but, that it was that it was a, that it it was was a gag. Oh, I but see. But apparently she was trying to, you know, legit, you know. I'm glad she, I didn't get in trouble, though. But yeah. you're not Dixie Carter, so. I guess. <laughs> I well, suppose. I don't know. This, this whole... I don't mind the network at all as long as I, they keep what the rumor has been going that you will get to see the pay-per-views for free. Mm-hmm. Because I'm already paying, you know, $50 or what have you every month right. for a pay-per-view. So if I have to pay, you know, 30 bucks for all this footage and I get the pay-per-views, even if it excludes the big ones, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, I, I don't mind at all. Yeah, I think I would, uh, I think I'd be happy with it. I mean, but I would really, I'd like it so much better if it is a TV network. I would like it if it's, you know, I go to channel 672 and I get all the WWE I need. That's what I want. That's what I hope they're announcing. And that I would hope, be awesome. I, that would be, that would be ideal because I, I also in, hope they have an adult channel as well. What if, what just, if at the, maybe that's what, what if, Hulk Hogan's there for. Oh, what, no. if at, what if at the press conference, they all showed up naked? <laughs> hey, it's a Killenberg callback. <laughs> now, 100% wrestling, absolutely no filler here on OTR. Uh, Captain, before we wrap up, can we wrap up the list of WWE films for the upcoming future? Yes, because that's what I wanted to talk about, and I got it <laughs> off. Leprechaun's Origins. What do you think? Do you think this is going to be a star-making performance for Hornswoggle? Are you guys excited about this? Uh, we'll go with you first, Captain. I'm actually pretty excited because I like the the Leprechaun movies just because of how corny they are. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually pretty excited for this. I, I, I'm just interested to see where this is going. Craig Cohen, what do you think? I am very excited for this, but I do not think it will do anything to further Lil uh, Dylan Postal's career. Uh, okay, very good. Uh, what if, what if Hornswoggle, like, they find him dead in a hotel room 
Like the Olsen twins find him dead in the hotel room. <laughs> the Olsen twins? Yeah, they, well, didn't one of them find Heath Ledger? Oh, yeah. no, you're right. Yes, one of yeah. them did find Keith. Heath well, man, well, this time it could be like the Bella twins. <laughs> like, you think that's going to boost up sales and then Hornswoggle will get like Best Supporting Actor Oscar or something for his role in this? Oh, yeah, and then they, they asked Nature Boy outside of like a, a restaurant in Atlanta and he says, told him. That's right. I warned him. <laughs> and then like at the next WrestleMania, they could have like Rey, Rey Mysterio Rey. dressed as Hornswoggle. And then yes. a, a JBL's like, well, he's looking alive and well, Michael. Yeah. And, and Jim Ross goes, well, it's a little better than I could say for Hornswoggle. <laughs> that was the joke the two of them made. Yes. That was the oh, joke God. they made when he had. All right. Uh, the next movie on the list is Incarnate, starring Mark Henry. This is an exorcist-style thriller. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Wow, this is news to me. I had not heard about this at all. This was completely off my radar. Um, if Mark Henry has a substantial role, I cannot wait for this. What about what about you, Captain? Yeah, this actually sounds pretty exciting. Yes, it's... I, uh, a I just find it weird. I, I would imagine budget. Mark Henry started in, in like an action movie, but I don't know. Well, hes I don't think he's got the lead role. Aaron Eckhart is the lead role. Uh, oh, it's that Frank? Yeah. In the in the project, and uh, it's about an unconventional exorcist, which I hope is Mark Henry. Where Mark Henry's like, they're like, you can't exercise that way, and he's like, I'll exercise however I want, all the pain. <laughs> That's what I do. See no evil too. Uh, what do you think, Captain? Think there's going to be a hit, flop, or or or, or neither? Um, I don't think it'll light up the box office, but I think wrestling fans are going to be very excited for it. All right, Craig? I am looking forward to this, and I am looking forward to hopefully talking to one of the, the screenwriters um, when it comes out. Oh, it would be very good. Uh, the The next one that I see here does not have any WWE stars that I see listed, uh, and this is Road to Paloma, so that uh, may be one of those where where they're making a film that they haven't either they haven't announced a wrestler in it or, you know, or, or maybe I just don't, you know, there's maybe there's a wrestler with a small part that, that I, I hadn't heard about, but it looks like none of them are in there. Uh, the rock stunt double is in it. I know he's got a, he's got a part in it. Um, <laughs> and he's probably related to the rock. So probably, <laughs> probably a cousin. That's right. Uh, but however, the, you know, the, the rocks theme music will make an appearance. <laughs> I hope so. They managed to get him on Raw a couple of weeks ago. The Rock's theme music. I didn't know about this. <laughs> not, not the Rock though, just the theme music. Oh, okay, yeah, just for to promote what the old school Raw or when uh, Vicky won the Slammy. Ah, yes, for the Rock. Mm -hmm. So, okay, the other the other ones uh, they're making a a movie out of the fall guy that's slated to star Dwayne, the rock Johnson captain. You excited about this? He might fall from a burning building. He might total a brand new car. No, I'm not exactly sure what the fall guy is though. He he's the unknown stunt man who makes Eastwood look so fine. Ah, okay. Craig, but it starts the rock. What do you so think? Oh, yeah, no, of course I'm on board. I think that's awesome. I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm not making that up, by the way. That's uh, legitimately on Wikipedia, so it must be true. And then, of course, uh, the Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery, which we've probably all seen trailers for, as well as the upcoming Hanna-Barbera Flintstones WWE crossover. 
Oh, that's right. I forgot about the Flintstone one. I'm actually excited about the Scooby-Doo one. I love when Scooby-Doo, Craig and I couldn't get over <laughs> Scooby-Doo going, bring it. <laughs> that was a part, a moment in the trailer that I paused and dragged my slider back on YouTube about 18 times and watched Scooby just, you know, make the face and say, bring it. It was, it was amazing. It was a highlight of my day. <laughs> so that's now is it the real superstars doing their voices though yeah as far as everybody yep. in the trailer john cena all of them oh you gotta see the trailer it's great john cena wrestles a monster and does the you can't see me to the monster <laughs> is he gonna just end up being vince mcmahon at the end of all this well he's vince in, the is in it yeah is it they're just gonna remove the mask and they're gonna be like it was vince mcmahon all along it looks it so great Austin. So great. Sin Cara doing flips. Wouldn't that be awesome? They take off Sin Cara's mask. It was Vince McMahon all along. <laughs> Which is probably the only reason that they put Hunico under this, this mask for a couple of months is just to, so he's still around come uh, come the uh, the movie. It's not a bad reason. That, well, that way they could credit him for the speaking lines in the Scooby-Doo movie. That's right, yes. <laughs> So that is it. That's uh, that's what's scheduled to come out, and that's what you can look forward to. Uh, no, no Christmas bounty too. Not yet, but I hope so. I loved Christmas bounty. That was that was one of the highlights of the year for us. I think I've watched it four times since mm-hmm. it since it first aired. I so, found it funny that both movies that you reviewed were The Miz. I know that was that's for whatever reason those were the two we we uh, got a chance to watch. I mean it's it's hard WWE films. I don't know they're you know I mean they they're usually not in theaters and so you can't you can't like make a, a point to go out and see them. So it's just like well do we want to see that or do we want to watch like the Princess Bride? And usually then you know you decide to see something else you know. But uh, that's uh, that's what we have to look forward to on our show, which people can find on the internet and on iTunes and everything else, Camel Clutch Cinema. And so now, Captain, we would like to wrap up our show, and your show can wrap up whenever it wants afterwards. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right, Captain, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. Well, you know you guys are always welcome. Craig, no, the other way around. You're you're always welcome. Yes, Uh, Craig, thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you. It was uh, it was very cool. Uh, you know, shaking off the rust and getting back into the podcasting thing. And we'll see you next time on Camel Clutch Cinema. So you want to wrestle? You're too little. We got ushers bigger than you. Leave. I gotta take a crack. Don't you see? Your skills plus my skills in the ring. Tag team! Howard Patrols is John Triton. What are you doing up there? Staying away from you. No more rhymes now, I mean it! Anybody want to pin it? What's that smell? Down goes Jimmy King! Oh my god, a four-post massacre! No one can survive this! Ah!